0: hello and welcome to the latest podcast of the weekend barbecue guru show i'm your host larry Brake, coming to you from the coast of georgia southeast coast of georgia welcome to a pork and wings weekend we are smoking a boston butt and we will grill some chicken wings for our weekend meal now before we get started let's talk a little bit about uh prep work now that's very very important to get all your preparations ready before you actually do the cooking whether it's uh, injection or if it's a uh, rub or both that's very, very important because that uh, will, will uh, basically be the, I guess, roadmap to your finished product. For an example, if you're going to grill steaks, they are not just too, too different as far as cuts, as far as thickness. For the most part, they're not going to be you know enough that you'd want to smoke do a low and slow but uh, you do want to make sure that you cook the inside and not burn up the outside of your your steaks like for example if you were doing like a ribeye who's cut pretty thick or a a cowboy cutting uh, t-bone you may want to do a little bit of offset uh, on your grill Put all your charcoals on one end and your your cuts of meat on the other so it's not directly over your fire now you can if you want but I would carefully monitor because uh, you could burn up the outside before the inside so the Boston butt pork that uh, I picked was about six pounds just a little bit under so we're gonna go six pounds And it was probably at least a good half a foot, six inches uh, in diameter. And it was bone in. So that makes it even better. So, what I did was try to figure maybe something a little different as to the flavor inside. So, with my injector needles, I've got two kinds one that uh, is kind of like a pump. And then the just looks just like a regular syringe. So I got some lemon juice or lime juice and I got some hot sauce and just uh, mixed it a little bit more uh, lime juice than uh, the hot sauce, but enough to turn the lime juice a little red, kind of a burgundy look and injected it into the thickest part of the, the pork butt, which should help uh, with the flavoring there because sometimes when you like put rub and if it's a real, real thick cut of, of uh, meat, then when you get into the center, you usually don't taste the uh, flavoring. But if you inject, then you get all that flavoring. So what I did was the injection into the thickest parts and then on the outside, especially especially, uh, in the fat areas, I put uh, uh, some rub, my uh, Caribbean jerk rub, and then put it uh, around the outside. So what uh, we'll do is uh, wrap that in Saran Wrap overnight, let it get good and soaked in the, the rub and the injection and then be ready to uh, smoke it uh, early early in the mornings so early in the morning what I do is get the uh, smoker ready make sure the uh, day before the firebox is all cleared the, the old ashes and make sure there's good airflow coming in your your air vent there on the uh, side Actually, air goes from the firebox uh, vent there up through your firebox into your cooking chamber and out your chimney. And if you notice, wherever there's a opening in in your your, uh, smoker, you will see smoke come out. Airflow is very, very important in controlling your temperature. So you want to make sure everything's good and clean. So I throw a paper towel with uh, lighter fluid on and put my grill uh, on top of that and open up the uh, vent then I put my charcoal on top of that uh, that grill and then I light the paper towel which will I guess uh, light from the bottom up instead of from the top down which uh, is more to, to have more coverage of your charcoal. I usually use the, uh, the instant light, the, the charcoal that you don't have to put uh, lighter fluid on. So I use that and get the fire going really, really well. And supposedly after 10 minutes, your, your uh, charcoal is ready uh, to cook. Well, after five minutes and the flames are going really, really well, I like to put the, the pecan wood and apple wood on the fire to get it going good. Maybe uh, put a little bit of uh, lighter fluid on the wood itself to kind of give it a kick start. So I throw uh, the apple wood and pecan wood onto the open flames and uh, keep uh, the door to the firebox open, so there's plenty of oxygen to fuel the fire. And then when I see that the the wood is starting to to burn, it's when I actually close the door. And I always keep the vent at the the bottom wide open or close to being wide open to get all the air in. However, I uh, use the, the, the vent smokestack you have a little pivoting uh, cover that you can, uh, I guess, open up a little bit or have it wide open. If you have it wide open, then your fire is going to burn hot and fast. So I usually have it so in between halfway open and maybe just about a sixteenth to an eighth inch open to uh, regulate uh, the temperature and I want to keep it in the 325 to 350 degree temperature range and I do that by adjusting the uh, smokestack uh, vent cover and after a while you get to do it. So many times uh, it becomes second nature. You kind of can judge uh, you know how you can regulate your your temperature by doing that. It's just like uh, learning how to cook on a grill. by touch I remember back in the day at the old steak houses uh, new guys who uh, came in to cook they uh, sometimes they would cut open a steak just to look inside just to see what it was but uh, if you you just went by touch and you could feel how the uh, steak felt when you touched it you could kind of get an idea how it was cooking on the inside because remember you want to cook the inside well before you cook the outside just or keep it even that way you have a nice good looking uh, steak presentation wise and that just takes practice takes uh, time to uh, get a hang of it just like most anything else so the woods going the fires going it's time to uh, put the uh, pork butt on so the question is where do I put uh, the pork to, to cook uh, for the six hours? Do I put it near the flame or do I put it way in the back? Now, uh, like on mine, there's probably three and a half feet maybe to of uh, grill to uh, place it. Normally, uh, the thicker cuts, I usually put... Uh, Closer to the uh, chimney smokestack there, that way uh, it's offset. It gets hot, but and there is a therm- uh, thermometer there too, so I can uh, can uh, monitor what uh, degree it is at where that pork butt is. So I usually put it in that area. Now, if uh, it's I guess real real. Uh, thick uh, you may want to uh, put it closer to the fire get the uh, outside well and then maybe uh, after an hour or two uh, wrap it and then just uh, do it in there. That's I've seen some guys do that but uh, I think the farther away and let the heat and the smoke come to it is probably the best way so I would put it Uh, In the back, if it's a thinner cut, then I think I'd probably grill it instead of uh, smoke it. So I put it towards the back and never open, never open it, the cooking chamber, never. And I say never, never, never open it until time is up. Why? Because it's uh, sealed. You have a good uh, draw going of airflow, smoke, and heat. And you don't want to interrupt it because if you open it to look at it well what's going to happen all your uh, heat all your smoke all that uh, is interrupted then you'd have to uh, start again which you're only talking a few few seconds but still I think it's better to uh, cook it uninterrupted and not uh, peek in and out Now I know when you're grilling uh, it's it's a hotter flame, so it probably doesn't matter. It'll heat back up real real quick, but you have to uh, monitor uh, turning all your uh, your uh, uh, burgers or dogs or whatever you're uh, you're cooking brats, whatever. So it's a it's a different type of uh, cooking, but uh, as for uh, this, we're focusing on the pork butt. Now remember, the if it's heavier, uh, you're going to cook it longer. But yet, I would keep it by the uh, thermometer so you can tell well, how hot it is. Uh, 325 to 350 is probably good for a long, extended uh, period of time on the smoker with smoke and the heat, and then double wrap after that time and throw it in the oven at about 200 degrees. What that does is uh, internalizes uh, the uh, heat process, all the uh, inner fat and will uh, caramelize itself and that's where your injection, the, the, the flavor, the, the juices will really, really uh, turn out well if you uh, double wrap it uh, and throw it in the oven so we will monitor the temperature we will uh adjust it by the airflow of the uh, stack i've even opened or put a piece of uh, metal in to keep the door open a little bit if the fire seems to like uh, be going maybe get some bad uh, charcoal and it's not heating but uh, the more uh the more air you have coming into the firebox, the better. I've done that just to keep uh, keep it uh, the fire going, but monitor on the other end, the smokestack, uh, close it a little bit more to control some of the temperature there in the smoke chamber or the uh, cooking chamber. So you just have to work with it. It's not bad. It'll, it'll come to you, be like uh old hat. All right, let's uh, talk about the uh, chicken wings. Now the question uh, is, do you season them before cooking or after cooking? I've done both. Seems like uh, as as, uh, thin as the uh, chicken wings and what you're eating is uh, not uh, very thick. It doesn't really take a long time to cook them. I think it's better to uh, season them afterwards in fact uh, what I'm going to do is probably throw after I pulled the uh, pork butt I'm going to put the chicken wings on the smoker uh, get them I guess good smoky get them cooked you can tell when they're done by the clear liquid coming from uh from uh, the openings uh, uh, in the skin and i think i will do some italian dressing on some i think i'm going to do some uh, hot sauce on some and i think i'm going to do like a uh, oh Kind of uh, uh, like a Caribbean jerk rub type. Kind of a, a not heavy, but just just enough sprinkling on it to that uh, you can taste it, but yet not take away the taste of the chicken. You don't want to overpower the uh, chicken wings. And they are full wings, not the drumettes or whatever, but uh, they are the full chicken wings. That's, that's what I like to do. And they are they uh, do have the bone in which i think uh, adds a lot of flavor uh, some people don't like the bone in some like the boneless but i think uh, when you do the boneless you have to have some kind of breading so i prefer the intact chicken wing so that you can do whatever uh, whatever you want to do as far as uh, flavors uh, Some of the sides I've got some uh, gold potatoes not russet but gold potatoes not red potatoes but gold potatoes I'm gonna fry those in cast iron skillet lots of butter lots of salt lots of uh, black pepper and cook them up really really well so we'll have some fried potatoes I have some uh, Baked beans to cook. Uh, good baked bean recipes are hard to come by. Uh, you have a good recipe for uh, baked beans, hey, shoot me a copy. My email is on the website, barbecueguru.com. That's weekendbbqguru.com. Shoot me uh, your recipe. Um, I'm open to, to new ideas as far as sides and probably cut down on the dessert just for the fact that a lot of us are trying to watch our sugar intake, uh, watch, uh, I guess, uh, the calorie intake. So we may bypass the dessert. But a good cupcake or cookie would go well uh, with with this. Perhaps even an ice cream sandwich if you had one. Something small, but yet uh, uh, sweet and uh, enticing. So that will be the weekend barbecue meal this weekend. Pulled pork, chicken wings, baked beans, fried potatoes, So, that's kind of the way it's going to be here in uh, coastal Georgia. So, with that, this is going to be a short edition of uh, the Weekend Barbecue Guru Show. So, we will catch you next time. Have a good weekend.